This is Sports Talk with Jack Wilson on News Talk 770, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Sitting here in the office of head coach Dave Dickinson of the Calgary Stampeders as a new season is right around the corner. Of course, the CFL draft goes this weekend. Fan Fest on May the 13th and uh, rookie camp starts on May 24th. Uh, I know the fans are excited. Uh, are you all ready, coach? Yeah, we're very busy. We've been doing a lot. Uh, you know, it does you get a little bit of stress because you know it's a lot of important things are happening fast, and you want to be prepared, and you you want to get the right guys for this year's team. And uh, but we've been working hard, and it's uh, it's coming together. And uh, you know, we have uh, it's a snap here, and moves into the draft this weekend, and basically uh, it moves right forward to the season. So. Um, and nice weather. That's a nice change. <laughs> well, let's hope that uh, holds uh, later this month as well for, for training camp. It's been a busy off season for you, you know, Coach, not just for you personally, but for the organization. Uh, obviously taking care of your own business. John Huffnagel doing a great job re-signing some real key pieces for this team. You go out, uh, you make one trade with Ottawa with a quarterback in Drew Tate. You lose one player to the NFL in, in, in Frank Beltre. But uh, just summing it up for me here, because I don't want to run down every single acquisition this team did in the off season, but... Uh, uh, how would you sum it up? Well, we worked as hard as possible to sign the the priorities. Um, what we did, I would say, we lost some of our good depth players, um, and then, you know, we lost the the outstanding lineman of the year. Uh, so we we got some work to do, but we still kept a lot of our pieces. Um, we were able to uh, renew guys uh, that I feel have given a lot to this program and this city. And you want that veteran presence. You want those guys to be Calgary Stampeders till they retire. And I feel like they still have a lot of good football left in them. So it's just a year-to-year deal these days with salary cap. Um, You know, it is kind of tough on fans because a lot of movement. But we were, once again, able to keep what we feel are our key pieces. And if we can just get uh, right now, you know, the offensive line to to come together, uh, lots of still injuries from last year and losing some, that'll be definitely a challenging area to put together early in the season. Obviously, it's tough to replace the most outstanding offensive lineman in the Canadian Football League. Uh, I know you had some some camps uh, down in the states. Uh, how did that go? Uh, uh, what is the uh, what is the outlook for the offensive line? I mean, I think it's good actually. I uh, I didn't want to lose Derek Dennis, um, but you know we've lost Ben Archibald uh, seven eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Stanley Bryant, and at the time, everyone's like, who are you going to find? took us a little while longer to find uh, Derek, but we, we, we found him, and we nurtured him and got him to where we think he'd had a great season, and we'll do it again. We'll find guys. We have guys in our stables, and unfortunately, when the salaries get uh, uh, up to a certain level, uh, our salary structure doesn't fit that, and, and those people have moved on. So we'll be all right, but we do need more depth. Uh, the Canadian draft is always a... Uh, high priority for us to find uh, guys that can play uh, offensive line, defensive line, uh, secondary. We got lots of areas that we think we can get people to to fit in, so uh, we'll look there. Uh, obviously, the team moved on from Drew Tate. And, you know, interesting move there because uh, you sent him off to the Ottawa Red Blacks. Uh, you go out and you sign Mitchell Gale. And, you know, I, I had Andrew Buckley on the show last night. He's excited. He's got an opportunity to maybe compete for the number two, uh, you know, spot on this football club. Uh, uh, what's your what's your focus heading into training camp with the quarterbacking situation? We obviously know who number one is. Yeah, I mean, there's no maybe about it. Andrew's competing for the number two. Um you know, I wanted to have at least a, uh, some heavy competition that have CFL experience. We were just down in Florida. Uh, we'll announce another quarterback coming in as well. Um, you know, it does. Bo is, has just been so great and, and healthy. you got to knock on some wood. But 
we felt it was time for us to give uh, not only Andrew, but a different look at the backup. Mm-hmm. Financially, it had to be done as well. And, and we felt like with Drew, uh, uh, Ottawa was a good spot for him. He, he felt like he needed a change as well, from what I understand, and uh, wish him the best. But our quarterback position needs to uh, have heavy competition from 2, 3, and 4, and let those guys just sort it out, and hopefully we're a better team because of it. What do you expect from Mitchell Gill? Well, I like what I saw on film. I know I've called around, and football is real important to him. He's got a nice arm. In fact, he can make all the throws Bo makes. He really has a nice arm. I think he's tough. Uh, I just felt like he was in a situation that he wasn't getting a lot of help last year. And, uh, you know, he lost maybe a little confidence. So we need, we need to renew that confidence and that faith in the system and, and see what he can do and, and get to know him a little bit. But he's, he's spent a month here already, uh, which just shows me he's a pro. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't live here, so he, he came in for a full month. And, and that was great to see him and get to know him, and uh, now he has to do it on the field. Yeah. I, I mentioned losing Frank Beltre to the NFL. Uh, you know, obviously that's a big loss, but, you know, re-signing Charleston Hughes, re-signing Micah Johnson, re-signing Cordero Law, uh, you know, obviously re-signing Quinn Smith. You know, those are all key pieces on that defensive line, aren't they? Well, I, I really, yeah, we, we're going to miss Frank. I love Frank. One of the, you know, just a good person and a great football player, uh, great attitude. Uh you know, but I'd say we're probably as strong as we've been, at least at the ends, the bookends. I mean, having those guys, and Jaguar Davis is, is a good football right. player. Um, and I do believe uh, we probably maybe spent a little more than we thought at the D-line position, but it was so good last year and allows our DBs and our linebackers to do what they do, which is just kind of sit back, watch things develop, and then jump it with confidence because we know our pass rush will get home. So... Um, I feel good about our D-line. In fact, I feel that's the strength of our team. And, and where does Brian Hall fit in? Because he was one of the free agent signings in the offseason. Well, yeah, we've, we got a few injuries at the, you know, at that position on the inside. We didn't have the depth. We wanted, just like with Mitchell Gale, we wanted a proven CFL guy, in my opinion, that can do it. And then we wanted the young guys to compete as hard as possible with him um, and just let the best man win. And that's what we've been doing, uh, uh, you know, with our parts. And, and Brian, we've showed, you know, at times two years ago, I thought he played real well. Last year, Toronto had an off year and it showed across the board and in his place. So he he should be motivated to come in here and be a starter. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting. I know it's, uh, you know, it's not your, your focus this weekend with the CFL draft. I had Brendan Mahoney on the program last night. And, you know, what this team did last year, you know, picking up Alex Singleton, obviously picking up P.L. Caron, who was, you know, a full-time starter all season long. You know, those are key pieces. And, and, and that's obviously the focus of the organization heading into the draft, I think, on Sunday, if you can add, again, to your Canadian depth. Yeah, we were very happy with uh, receiving with Briskace and that receiver as well. I, I thought we had a great draft last year. In fact, uh, we've one of the, I guess, negatives of always being good is you don't have high picks. And uh, we've been able to find guys, um, you know, in the spots we need them and uh you know i'm hoping that happens again i I, there are some holes there are some jobs that need to be won there are some places we need to find people and you know we got pick eights eight to start in the first round and and 16 and and basically we got to find two players that uh, at least two players that can fit and contribute this year so uh, whether or not that'll happen, I guess we'll see. <laughs> off the football field just for a second. Uh, how was your off season? How was your winter? It was good. I mean, uh, fairly busy. Uh, as, a, as a staff, we uh, we get together and play Friday hockey, which I always <laughs> find a highlight. Um, my family and I went to Hawaii. We've never been. Nice. It seemed like everyone else in Calgary's been there. And so we did that, enjoyed that trip. And, and then I really, you know, like I uh, feel my kids are getting older and busier. So it's just fun for me just to go to the watch them play some sports and, and try to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> what kind of hockey player are you? 
We got me, not very good. My son, uh, he he's been picking it up. I love watching it, boy. I, every every week, the little guy gets better and better. He's ten, and and my daughter really started going with soccer and tournaments and all that. That's fun stuff. I mean, that stuff uh, Canadian coaching allows you to do as a dad. And uh, I don't know if all the other coaches in the NFL or college football are able to maybe connect with their families like we are. So that's important time for us. Yeah, well, you know what? It's interesting. And Dave Dickinson is our special guest here on Sports Talk with Jock. We're live from McMahon Stadium as we're here for It's a Snap. Uh, you know, you've always preached family, and family, I think, is so important for this organization. It is. You know, and we treat each uh, people. We have our little squabbles, just like all family, and uh, uh, we try to treat each other with respect. And that's the toughest part, you know, when you're cutting guys or moving on from players and um, you do feel like they're your family and yet you're you're saying you know what you're uh, you'll still be part of us but you will not be working for us anymore and we do though we we feel like uh, we have a staff that's together we have a scouting department that fits in well uh, we mesh with the front office uh, we do stuff with the the, ma- the marketing department you know, we try to mix and match. So, uh, you know, there's a reason why we're successful. It's because we have good communication and people trust each other and uh, hire good people and they do their jobs. Obviously, you got so much on your plate. I'm not going to ask you about uh, too much that's going on in the Canadian Football League, but it's been a pretty busy off season. But the, the one I wanted to ask you with, because I had Brock Sunderland on the uh, program, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago when he was introduced as the general manager. And I'm thinking, hold it, he's from Great Falls. Hold it. He went to the University of Montana. And so I had him on. I said, so who's the most famous uh, Great Falls athlete, uh, you know, here in Alberta? And he, he still gave you credit. He said it was d- still Dave Dickinson. <laughs> yeah, he uh, his sister's one year younger than me. Um, Brock is about six years younger than me. Um, good player in his own right. Uh, was a good receiver, a tough kid. His dad was a scout for the New York Jets when I was coming through. Uh, did his best to try to help me, but I just didn't have enough skill. Um, yeah, that was a that was a weird thing up in Edmonton, though. I, I did not see uh, that coming with Ed Hervey. Um, but uh, you know, hopefully uh, we we take advantage of, of that and and find a little continuity on our own end. But I think Brock will do a great job. But I certainly was surprised to see Ed go. <laughs> yeah, that uh, shocked a lot of people. Uh, there, there's going to be some, some tweaks, you know, in the rules just for the flow of the game. A- a- any thoughts on on what happened at CFL Week? Well, I mean, I'm going to support the, what came out of there. I do feel like uh, we're working to make uh, some changes. Um, uh, I don't think you can just, you know, we, we added a lot last year. we got to let it see play out, see if it's mm-hmm. going to work, try to, to, to get a better game flow. Uh, really not a lot of rule changes this year, uh, but I think we do need to understand as, as ambassadors of this league that we got to uh, do what's right to keep the fan experience at the utmost and make a good football understand the referees will make calls that we disagree with and that's just that's sports move on and let's get rolling and i do feel like um there was a little bit too much instant replay i made my voice heard on that uh but we decided to keep a standard that was very similar to last year with a few tweaks and uh let's see how it works hey before i let you go and final question david i certainly appreciate your time uh, what's uh, what, what what's your your number one uh, thing that you want to address you know heading into training camp this year because this team was good last year but unfortunately uh, you didn't get the ultimate goal and that was winning a, a great cup championship uh for me it's just a uh, Make sure we're all in. And that doesn't mean like all in for great cups. It means 
when we're in a meeting, we're present and we're listening and we're all in. When we're lift, lifting weights, that's where our mind is. When we go home, we're with our family, then that's where our mind is. So, you know, for me, if we have the right guys, the right people, and the right work ethic, if they come in with that attitude that uh, when we're in the building and when we're focused on our task right in front of us, we can accomplish the ultimate goal, but it's going to take a lot of work. Dave, as always, uh, enjoy the uh, time tonight with the ladies. Uh, be careful out there and uh, look forward to the season. Okay, Jack, thanks. <laughs> that is the head coach of the uh, Calgary Stampeders, Dave Dickinson, a special guest here on Sports Talk with Jock. Sports Talk with Jock brought to you by Atco Energy. Tackle rising business expenses by lowering your electricity and natural gas costs. Visit atcoenergy.com. We're going to take a break for the news at the top of the hour. When we come back, more from McMahon Stadium. We are expecting a couple of more guests from the Calgary Stampeders. Also, Kevin Smith from Global Sports. Sports and it is Wednesday night. That means we get to tee it up on Sports Talk with Jock. We're heading out to Invermere. We're going to talk to the head pro at Copper Point. That's coming your way at about 7.15 tonight. This is News Talk 770. Sports Talk with Jock. Weekdays from 6.30 to 8 p.m. on News Talk 770 Calgary. CHQR.